here's your host, Gabriel. A couple nights ago, I had this dream. I guess you'd call it a stress dream. I was, I was competing in the Seattle International Comedy Competition. But like, current day, sort of. I mean, I competed in that competition in 2004, and I won as a much younger man. But in this dream, I guess, I don't know. In this dream, that hadn't happened. It was current day me. I was in the Seattle Comedy Competition. It was at a casino, but I couldn't get to the show. I was, like, calling Ubers. They weren't showing up. I was like, maybe I'll walk. producer of that comedy festival, this guy John Fox, he was in the dream. He was calling me, you're up next, you gotta get here. I'm like, I'm trying. Also, during the dream, for some reason, on my phone, I couldn't get porn to stop playing. I will not be telling my therapist about this dream. I don't even fucking... What does that mean when you can't get porn to stop playing on your phone in a dream? Because you're supposed to be doing comedy. But I, I, I remember... I guess if you remember a dream, you're not in the deepest sleep, maybe? You know, like, uh... They say you dream every night but you just don't remember. Uh, But I was like almost awake and even there was a part of my brain that was trying to tell me, you don't, you're not in the Seattle International Comedy Competition. You already won. I couldn't pull it out. Uh, I don't know what happened. Dreams are like TV shows that get canceled after two episodes. You're like, well, what was going to happen? You'll never know. I never made it to the show. I know that much. I never got porn to stop playing on my phone. Driving back from uh, North Bend, Oregon. doing the Coastal Comedy Festival. Uh, let's clap for everyone that's been up here so far. Can we do that one more round of applause? Apparently this night is called the Coastal Comedy Festival, which does sound better than next to a bowling alley. It really does. <laughs> I did Gold Beach, Oregon Friday, North Bend, Oregon Saturday. Actually, it was not part of the Coastal Comedy Festival. I, I, I did Albany, Oregon, on uh, Thursday. You're 21? 20? 20. Oh, you're 20? 20? Get the fuck out. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? 18 and up. 18 and up. What the fuck Oregon? Don't 
not exactly sure where the priorities are. I'm down. Gold Beach is beautiful. That's a... That's a... I don't know why it's called Gold Beach, but it's a beach. say something about uh, Washington and Oregon beach towns because they are beautiful I mean the weather's shit I mean Gold Beach Oregon's a little better weather than like farther north but still Northwest beach life is like if you got 68 and partly cloudy you're like look what God can do this is the greatest day we've had all year this is the best August we've ever had 72 with intermittent drizzle. What a summer. Sometimes I look at a Northwest Beach town and I think, man, I would I wouldn't mind living where you can hear the crash of waves. You could go on a beach walk every day. around the town and you're like good god I don't think I want to live in a town where people wear pajama bottoms everywhere all these beach towns it's this, it's this weird combination of tourists and people who could never afford to leave the place the tourists are going to Also, I bet if you grow up in a beach town, you just take the beach for granted. I grew up across the street from a lake, Grass Lake, if you're an Olympia, Washington person. And even when I lived in South Bend, Washington, we were right next to a pond, the Mill Pond. So I've, uh, you know, not exactly lakefront, but like lake adjacent for my entire childhood. And I never remember thinking like, wow, it's so cool I get to live next to a lake or a pond. I can go fishing whenever I want. I did do a lot of fishing. It's called fishing, not catching, folks. One memorable time I went to Grass Lake and you know I live in the uh, well my parents still live same house it's unrecognizable uh, due to remodeling and a bunch of shit my mom's got like she's so into like plants and flowers that like the whole there's a greenhouse there's a shed it looks like my mom's running a pretty serious cannabis operation None of that shit was there uh, when I was a kid. They have cable TV now, too. Are you fucking kidding me, parents? My whole life, no TV. Until we got a black and white 13-inch TV when we were in high school because we needed the monitor for our VIC-20 computer. I'm very elderly. VIC-20 computer was pre-Commodore 64. 
So my brother and I would watch black and white. The only thing we got on the antenna was like local Fox Channel 13. So we'd watch like, we'd come home from school and watch like DuckTales. That kind of shit. Maybe some Rockford Files. Star Trek The Next Generation. That was like the only newer show we kind of watched at that time. Now my parents, you know, they got Netflix. Well, the kids are gone. Might as well have a good life now. Anyway, one time I went to Grass Lake. I think I was probably 8th grade, ninth grade. With my fishing pole. So I show up one time and... Uh, there's a naked lady there. I remember her being, like, not young, but... Who knows? She's probably 28. Yeah, but there was just, like, this naked lady, or at least topless lady. I'm gonna say topless, because I think if I saw the bottom half of a woman in 8th grade, I would remember that more vividly. But I just, you know, whatever. I was probably like 14. I was just like, wait, what? And then uh, the lady sees me, and she was with a couple other people. And she goes, hey, hi. Yeah, this is kind of our, um, this is our topless lake. This is like our nude beach. And I'm like, what? I mean, I went there every day. It was not your nude beach. I would have remembered that. Uh, I think I... I think I left. <laughs> I was like, well, the fish aren't biting today. But I got some questions. But you can't just decide a public lake is your... Nude Lake, can you? I think there was up, up by Evergreen State College, which was in, uh, you know, where my parents lived. There was a place people said was a nude beach. Maybe this lady just got lost. This was pre-Google Maps. She just saw some water and took her shirt off. literally said, hope you don't mind. This is our, our nude lake. Hope you don't mind. I'm a child. Imagine a, imagine a dude doing that. <clears throat> oh, hey. This is, uh, this is our nude lake. Kid with a fishing pole. Hope you don't mind seeing my dick and balls. People would party at Grass Lake, too, uh, in my high school. You could hear it at night if the windows were open, like people just, whatever, you know, playing music and partying down there. It was so funny, because, like, I would, I would recognize cars from my high school sometimes. I'd be like, you know what, I'm having a much different high school experience than... Stuff with my classmates... 
people said to me, do you ever go to Grass Lake? I'd be like, yeah, I caught a bluegill. And they'd be like, I got a hand job behind the trees. Then I threw up Coors Light. But you know, I guess you gotta start somewhere when you want a nude area. You gotta have one brave pioneer who's like, takes their tits out to make a stand. No, this is our nude area. But also, it's the kind of lake that's, I mean, it's just rocks. And like, if you went in it, it's just like all slimy and gross, filled with bluegills. It's not, it's not a sexy area. If you put a blanket down to lay out, you would, you know, crack a rib. Not comfortable. It's the kind of lake you have, you know, you should probably wear rubber boots when you walk around it. And rubber boots with nudity is an odd look. I'm, I'm sure it's someone's kink. Put on your rubber boots. We're going to go fuck in the rain with traction. Why do we stop wearing rubber boots? Every kid has them. Every kid has, like, more than one pair almost. And then at a certain age, like high school or something, you're just like, nah, I don't. I don't need that. Maybe I should wear rubber boots on stage, you know? Maybe that could be my gimmick. Just rubber boots. Hey, hope you guys don't mind. This is my nude stage. Speaking of porn not being able to stop playing on your phone, uh, my laptop died. It made this trip weird. I, you know, I watch things, Netflix or Hulu or YouTube on my laptop. I know many people, mostly younger than me, they travel, they only bring their phone. They're like, oh, I watch Netflix on my phone. And I, you know, maybe it's a generational thing, but I, maybe I'm old fashioned, but I think you should watch Netflix on your laptop while you look at your phone. I was raised in a different time. Let's check Instagram while I watch Secession. At first I thought it was just going to be a cord. I thought maybe my cord died. That's why I couldn't get my, you know, this is sort of the classic, the motherboard died. So it's just black. There's nothing thought it was the cord. Wasted $39 on that. But here's, here's, uh, let me just say before I say this, I like dogs. I like your dog. I'm fine with dogs. I had dogs as a child. We had a dog named Lady that just showed up 
at our house and uh, never left. We had a dog named Ginger that we had in South Bend, Washington, where I grew up, and then moved to Olympia. That was a real dipshit of a dog, but I like dogs. I'm not anti-dog. But maybe this is just guy who watches a laptop while he looks at his phone. Maybe that's this is old man talk, but can we can we stop with the dogs in public places? The restaurant, the bar. Everywhere you go. I mean, I get if you have a dog. Like, wouldn't it be fun to bring my dog everywhere? Yeah, but we used to have something called a society. Where that was not acceptable. And even places you could bring your dog. Like PetSmart or whatever. They're like, bring in your pet. They're all, there's dogs fighting in there every time I go in there. And big piles of shit on every aisle. You know who doesn't think it's fun to be able to bring your pet to the store? It's the people who work there, I bet. Your fourth coat brown on aisle 13 of the day. You're going to be like, can we just tell people they can't bring their dogs? This Great Dane just dropped a turd that looks like a loaf of bread. I know it's a double standard because I do love a cat in a store. New York's got all these like bodega cats and where I get my hair cut in Olympia has a cat that just chills out. But that's because cats can just chill out. And you're not bringing your cat with you. So there's not going to be a cat fight. I went in to get my computer charger that I actually didn't need. And there was two bulldogs there. And one of them started growling and barking at me. I like walk into a business to give them money. And I... <laughs> and then they're like, I can't remember the dog's name, but you know. No, don't do, don't do that. Don't bark at him. I'm trying to buy something from your fucking store and your bulldog's growling at me. And barking at me. Not everyone loves dogs. And I'm not like anti-dog. I've been bit by a dog. Maybe that's why I'm a little jumpy. actually a disaster because I, I got bit by a dog it was a pit bull they're great dogs if they're raised properly yeah I know but they're not all raised properly much like children how about a dog that doesn't bite me even if it's not raised properly how about that how about a dog 
where you don't need everything to go perfect in their upbringing so they won't kill you. How about that? This fucking land shark that has a skull that looks like a helmet. Every biological instinct in my body is like, this thing is dangerous. And then the owner's like, he's a sweetheart. Like, is he? I don't want to get growled at by a fucking bulldog because I want to spend $39 on a computer cord I don't need. I go to all these uh, microbreweries and distilleries and shit like that now to do comedy shows. And almost all of them, they have dogs in them. And I guess from a marketing, I mean, you know, you're more likely to go there if you can bring your dog and the owner of the place wants you to bring your dog. They got their own dog. I'm not, again, I like dogs. I like children too. But if I walked into your computer store and your kid growled at me and barked, I wouldn't want it there either. I've also been bit by a child. But when I was a kid, I mean, as much as dogs are everywhere in, in, in public, in the, in the store, in the bar, in the, everywhere, the airplane, when I was a kid, dogs were everywhere outside. They would just run around. Like, if you see a dog running around a neighborhood now, you're like, oh no, where's the owner? Does it have a tag? That was just... They were just wild packs of dogs. They weren't wild dogs. They were domesticated dogs, but they just... Where I lived, there was like four dogs who would just hang out and run around. One of them chased cars. So when you're a kid... You know, a pre-internet kid where all your out, all your activities were outside. Dogs were like the natural enemy of your childhood. I feel like every neighborhood had a house that, like, every time you passed it on your bike, you'd be like, "Oh fuck! I hope Rex isn't out." There was a Great Dane up the street. It would chase. It would chase me on my bike. I don't know if it would have actually bit me, but it was bigger than I was. So now when your Great Dane is sitting in a coffee shop, the 10-year-old boy inside of me goes like, oh shit, Rex is here. There's only one man that I've known uh, who brought his goldfish with him wherever he went, and that was Bob Wiley in the movie What About Bob? Played by the great Bill Murray. He brought his goldfish everywhere he went. 
why not? That movie was ahead of its time. It was this emotional support fish. Anyway, North Bend was fun. I took away a lady's phone. You get higher by a dumpster. That's science. <laughs> Glad it's, you've never smoked weed behind a dumpster? Fuck no. Fuck no? Fuck no. I mean... I do it on my couch or on my bed. Do you want on your couch or on your... Well, take the couch to the dumpster and fucking go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most, most people don't put get high by a dumpster on their bucket list, but I believe in you. I think you can do it. Yeah, add it on there. I'm going to skydive, and then when I land, I'm going to run behind the building and smoke a joint real quick. Good for you. You taking a selfie or videoing me right now? Selfie. Selfie. Aww. I'm cute. I like selfies. Sure. Fuck me for it up. Uh, I just look over and you're like. Yeah. Maybe you can do it after the show. Yeah. You get this back when the show's over. <laughs> you know what? You get it back when the school year's over. This goes in the drawer of naughty things.
I got a uh, very fun comment, more of a story, on my uh, on a YouTube video. Which you know what? I think I'll I'll uh, I'll recruit. I'm not gonna read that in the car. That wouldn't be safe. But I want to get the story right, so I'll 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 edit that in later. Um, I'll just read the comment, but. I, I sell, one of the shirts I sell uh, says, has a map of Washington, Oregon, Idaho, and it says Northwest AF, as in Northwest as fuck. Uh, I think that's all you need to know uh, for this comment that I will put in starting right now. Okay, here is the comment from uh, a dude whose name I will not tell you. So I have to share this with you. On the 3rd of April, my wife wakes up and her water breaks. We are having our first baby. I got up, put on sweatpants, and was wearing the shirt I fell asleep in. Long labor, ended in a C-section. I'm in the room while they are cutting my wife open and all that. The entire time she kept saying, I can't believe it, I just can't believe it. Cut to me cutting my daughter's umbilical cord. And through the see-through science suit they make you wear, you can read, plain as day, Northwest AF. The nurse goes, Northwest AF, what does that mean? Now, typically, if I catch myself heading into the office on a day off or something and I'm wearing that shirt, I'm polite and I say it means Artist Foundation. I'm a musician. Not on this glorious day. I said with massive pride, it means Northwest as fuck. The nurse heard ass, not as. The main surgeon looks over his shoulder, my wife still cut wide open, and says, you know, that's not how you got here, right? By this time, the morphine was kicking in for my wife, and she said, I can't believe the first picture of you holding our daughter, and you are wearing that fucking shirt. So thanks, man. You know, for certain demographics, Northwest Assfuck might actually sell a few more shirts. Do you ever see, look, I, I, I have no right to say this because I, I have a shirt that says Northwest AF. Well, no, you know, that stands for ass fuck, but whatever. Do you ever see someone wearing a shirt and you're like, I can't believe you wear that. It'll just be some, you know, some random dude in a shirt that says, I like to fuck. And you're like, you wear that around? I feel like if you're wearing a shirt that says, I like to fuck, it actually should say, I'd like to fuck. But this shirt ain't helping. That's what the back would say. Front says, I'd like to fuck. Back says, but this shirt ain't helping. I mean, I'm not a prude, but you know. I'm not going to wear a shirt around that says, like, pussy on it or something. I haven't seen it in a while, but there used to be like a hat or a shirt that said "Wine'em, Dine'em, and '69'em," and I'll give you that it rhymes. But I, I don't know if I'm gonna '69' you. I don't think I want it to be after you've wined and dined. 
know it's not a, as catchy of a slogan, but how about we 69 after we've both had a hot shower? A little more practical. No, it wouldn't have sold as much, but it's more practical. 69's ridiculous. I mean, I've done it. But it's just sort of you go and go like, okay, that's what that is. Why don't we just take turns from now on? Sixty-nine is like two-player in a video game, you know. Let's both attack the castle. Those sex things are overrated. Maybe sex is overrated. Nah, I don't think sex is sex is underrated. But you know, 69. Sex in the shower. Someone should design a shower to have sex in. You know, maybe you could have some seats. I know when you get elderly, uh, you know, they try to sell you those walk-in showers. But how about a fuck-in shower? What did you get for your anniversary? Oh my God, my husband bought us a fuck-in shower. It's so nice. Like maybe they don't call it a walk-in shower. When you, is it a walk-in bathtub? Anyway. Sex on the beach? Have I ever had sex on the beach? I don't think I have. But I've gotten close enough that I know it's not. First of all, maybe if it's your own beach. Hope you guys don't mind. This is our This is our sex beach. I mean, let's be honest, sand is not a great lubricant. is when you see an audience member wearing a super dumb shirt and then they, then they don't buy yours. Some guy wearing a shirt that says Fart Patrol. 
then he walks past my merch like, mm, I'm good. Just like, you know, I feel like some of the uh, sex things are a little, uh, you know, like I said, sex on the beach, 69, okay, I'll, it's a little early in the morning where I am for this kind of talk, uh, I'm going to say anal sex, very overrated. I think it's literally just because you're not supposed to do it. But what are we doing? I'm talking to straight people. What are we doing? Jesus has provided a warm home. for our penis and we're like it mm. does look like a nice warm home but what about that rundown shack around the back I'd like to poke around there a little bit I'm going overrated Underrated? <laughs> What's an underrated part of sex? Hand jobs. Not underrated for the woman. <laughs> We're getting a little dirty. Getting a little dirty on this episode. Sorry to the people who, uh, follow me because of my clean dry bar comedy special. That's actually, I mean, you know, my dry bar comedy special, that is a Mormon company. That's one of the crazy things about being, a, apparently about being a Mormon is, uh, in an attempt to not have sex, they do some, like, real kinky shit. Not just Mormons, like... Whatever. Christian kids, too. People who think premarital sex is gonna make you go to hell. But they think they found a loophole. Like, oh, we could have anal. ANAL?! should have anal sex before they have vaginal sex. Straight person. Should, no one! You skipped so many levels! You went dry humping to anal sex? Soaking? Have you heard of soaking? Apparently that's, you're not having sex, in quotes, if you're not moving in and out of the vagina, so you just put it in and stay there. I mean, that sounds like some next level kinky shit. 
I think that's how Sting has sex. That's why he... Is that what tantric sex is? Just soaking? That's like some BDSM shit almost. Like, yeah, you're allowed to put it in, but you can't move. Also, you gotta put it in. So that's once. And then you soak. And then you take it out. That's twice. So you did go in and out. Why don't we just do really quick soaks and go in and out about 200 times? I also love that logic of like, God does not want us to have premarital sex. But when we get up there, after our time here on earth, I'm pretty sure he's going to be like, Thank you for only doing anal when you were in high school. I really sensed your love for me through that. I really knew you were one of my children when you had butt sex at 16. Also, let's be honest, at 16, soaking might be all it takes to make a baby. And I'm allowed to talk about Mormons a little bit because I have raised a Mormon. My son. Mormons can't even raise Mormons, but I did it. All right, we're going to call that a podcast. Uh, I hope everyone has amazing 69 sex this week. Goodbye.